Mini-episode 1457 of the FDH Lounge is brought to you by Sportsology, delivering unconventional columns and webcasts about sports, TV, music, movies, and more. Follow them on the web at sportsology.com. The FDH Lounge. You want to schedule your life around it. A long time ago, on a gloomy, wet Cleveland spring night, two men stand alone amidst the late-night drizzle. Their voices echo across the vacant station parking lot as they debate the merits of the great American radio show that have been missing for far too long. On that night, an idea was born. That idea became the FDH Lounge. Welcome to the FDH Lounge. Hello and welcome to FDH Lounge mini episode 1457, our Billions episode 6.9 preview. I'm FDH Managing Partner Rick Morris here with our top five notes of interest heading into this season's ninth episode. Number five, Wags actually commits to the life of a normie, at least the personal life of one. This show puts together great odd couples in ad hoc situations, and the unlikely new friendship of Wags and Ryan was both hilarious and very useful to Wags, as he realized that he had to commit to this second chance at family life. Number four, Taylor almost gets carried away by ego and spite because of Philip. The new whiz kid of Prince Capital almost drove the previous number one prodigy to a place of counterproductive motivation that we never thought we'd see. In the absence of former mentor and enemy Bobby, we are viewing more layers of Taylor than ever before. Number three, more deuce ex machina from the writers. Now, admittedly, this show is not built to withstand being picked apart by those with nerdy levels of political process knowledge, but just like the magic wand that the writers granted Chuck at Blackjack Foley's funeral when he magically exposed half of Albany, there was another magic wand here, as Chuck and Carl miraculously were going to trick the legislature into abolishing the carried interest loophole while simultaneously convincing neighboring states to enter a compact to do the same. Right. Nevertheless, the process was entertaining, which is probably the only thing that the creative team cared about in this instance. Number two. In theory, Chuck and Wendy should be at their worst point ever, not long after getting friendly again. Wendy has long been one of the more confusing and inconsistent characters on the show in terms of motivation, and so it's not clear if she's going to be on the warpath against Chuck like she should be. Chuck cost her, at the end of Season 5, her chance to explore a real relationship with Bobby, and now he has cost her what would have been the pinnacle of her career, serving as performance coach for the U.S. Olympic Committee. Yes, they are both loving parents who want what's best for their kids, at least when they take them into consideration, but if Wendy isn't at least battling to keep significant resentment at bay in her dealings with Chuck at this point, barring any peace offering from Chuck that would be wildly out of character, then we'll really have to question her character development once and for all. Number one, now we see Mike Prince go to war. There's been online chatter that this season of Billions isn't as good due to the loss of Axe, and while we miss his presence, we don't agree that the show has really suffered. That said, the dynamic has been really different because we've only seen Prince on defense with Chuck, trying to fight off the offensive moves of his adversary. Now that Chuck got his win and quashed the billionaire's Olympic dream shockingly quickly, The self-proclaimed virtuous billionaire is going to give in to his baser instincts and will be coming after the New York AG just like Bobby used to. Ironically, Chuck's bloodlust may have abated a bit as he got his big win over Prince and he's broadening to more of a generic war against the uber-privileged, 
but that will change the minute that Prince throws a haymaker back, and that moment now seems imminent. Thank you for joining us for this mini-episode of the FDH Lounge.